Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. And Hammer, we have a very special in-studio guest. We've got a man that I really wish I could have voted for this morning. <laughs> Abdul Hakeem Shabazz <laughs> joins us. Have you heard that a lot today, Abdul? Actually, yes, I have. You know who, you know who I did not hear that from, though? My wife. <laughs> <laughs> you ran for the Republican nomination to be the mayor of Indianapolis. You were defeated in the primary. And after... That was all done. That's when Jefferson Shreve came out and rolled out his gun grabber plan. I know we've talked about this before, but since today is election day, taking a look back at everything, Abdul, what was your takeaway from running for mayor and then ultimately Jefferson Shreve winning this thing? Well, here's the analogy that I've been using all day long. Back when I was in high school, there was this totally hot chick that I was madly, madly in love with, and she was any guy who was a jerk. And so I invited her to prom, and she told me, no, I'm not going with you because you're whatever, so she went with the guy who was a jerk, and she had a horrible, miserable time with the guy who was a jerk. So that's how I look at the mayor's race these days. <laughs> Got it. I see where you're going there. Were you surprised when, when Sharif came out with that, that gun plan after he had been um, you know, I, nominated? I, I'd spoken to we. Me and his campaign people kind of spoke beforehand, because like, hey, I heard about you guys' gun proposals. Like, Abdul, how'd you hear about that? Like, don't insult my intelligence. <laughs> This is what I do for a living. Heard about it before? Wow. Yeah, this is what I do for a living. I I know things about people. I know what you're doing before you're going to do it. So, I heard the rumor mail. So I'm like, hey, I'm not sure. Uh, Public safety director, anti-crime works fine. Mental health works fine. Root causes of crime is fine. But the gun part, that I'm not really quite sure about because you're Republican. Your Republican your Republican base is very pro. Second Amendment. Right. I, I think you can't address the illegal, well, legally possessed gun issue like say, hey, we're going to work with police, you know, work with prosecutors to keep guns out of the hands of people who legally should not have them. Exactly. And and that's what you should have done and, and sort of left it at that. Had you been the nominee, is there a way you could have appealed to the other side of the aisle without crapping all over your base? Yeah. Easily. It's like, look, guys, we, we both know that, that there, there are too many guns in the hands of too many people who shouldn't have them. So let's focus. Let's let's micro target our efforts on those folks, not not law abiding citizens who like to hunt fish or don't want to protect themselves. They are not the issue. They're not the problem. And by the way, uh, this whole thing about, you know, you should only buy a gun if you're 21 years old. Trust me, the, the juvenile who got the gun did not go to a gun store. <laughs> he got it in an alley at 42nd and Midhoffer at two o'clock in the morning. That's where he got his gun. Or he probably got it at school. There's a thought, too. One of the things that, you know, we get a lot on social media is that, well, in Marion County, it's 60 percent Democrat, at least. You're going to have to say some things to win over the other side of the aisle. What would you have done to say, look, I understand you, Democrat voter, might always go and pull that lever blue. But this year is different. And let me explain why. I said, number one, uh, I like Joe personally, but eight is enough, like the old TV show. And that would have been my campaign slogan over and over and over again. And uh, matter of fact, it was uh, the mayor of Dallas, uh, who was here last Friday uh, for a Jefferson Shreve event, had an interesting perspective. He's like, I, here's what I'd say to those people who voted for Joe Hawks and tend to vote Democrat. 
The definition of insanity is do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. You had eight years of Hog said, what do you really expect to change? Indianapolis, don't be insane. I love it. And I love the <laughs> eight is enough campaign slogan. See, I've been that would have been great. See, I've been all that. See, I had Shreve's money. I'd, I'd be mayor right now. <laughs> so how do you feel about Shreve's chances at this point? F- you know, 410 in the afternoon, polling, mm. uh, getting ready to close here in a couple hours. My theory is this. I think the race will be a lot closer. It, w- it won't. I don't think it'll be the, like the 71-29 that we saw four years ago between Joe Hogsett and Jim Merritt. My, because uh, number one, Republicans were actually ahead in early absentee voting, which is almost sort of unheard of. Right. Because uh, Democrats tend to vote early, Republicans tend to vote on Election Day. The Democrats were actually, the Republicans were actually ahead uh, in early absentee voting. Now, with that said, however, talking to people today, uh, there, there's not there's not a whole lot of energy and enthusiasm for either candidate. So the so I guess the question is who you're has, preaching to the choir, yeah, my friend. So the question is who has the who has less energy enthusiasm than the other guy does. <laughs> Have why, you heard anything about voter turnout today? Yes, uh, I checked about two o'clock this afternoon. I should be checking again about uh, five thirty. Uh, right now, I want to say about two this afternoon. There are about one hundred twenty five thousand uh, votes cast so far. That's early voting, absentee, in person, and uh, vote totals today, which brings our uh, vote total participation to about 20%. It was about 24% uh, four years ago. So oh. so the numbers are kind of right on. Okay. So it's not really up. It's not really down. It's pretty much at this point, again, four in the afternoon on par with what happened previously. What about early voting, though, compared to previous years? Early, early voting was up ma- uh, majorly. Early, er, here's the funny thing about early voting. Early voting was up by 10,000 votes. But voter registration number of registered voters in Marion County was actually down 10,000 people. So they're actually more early voters, but fewer registered voters. Now, does that favor Hogshead? Does that favor Shreve? Uh, is it because of people left the county or because of the voter rolls? That we're not quite sure yet. What do you make of some of these city, county, council races? Because I believe uh, all of them are on the line, but only 15 are contested. Some don't have an opponent. What are the interesting ones that stick out to you? Uh, I want to say up uh, on the north side, uh, Brianna, Delaney, Brianna Delaney versus Matt Hills. Uh, that's one I'm paying attention to. Uh, Jared Evans, uh, his race down, uh, near Wayne Decatur Chance, I'm paying attention. Uh, oh, I spoke to one of his surrogates <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I heard. <laughs> how's, your, how's your show going, by the way? Nobody listens to the show anyway, didn't you? Oh, hear? yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, it's funny. That clown. And again, I posted the photo at Hammer and Nigel. People thought I was exaggerating of the way I described this loser. Nope. Spot on. We're just turning in a hammer. I walked into the polling place and one of uh, Jared Evans surrogates yelled, the hammer and Nigel show effing sucks at him. Well, I had my kid there with me (laughs) to which, you know, I responded, but he started it. So anyway, any chances the Republicans can pick up any seats? I would say they'll probably pick up about maybe like three or four. Really? Yeah. About three or four seats. uh, Because there were a couple new, a couple new council districts were drawn one in Perry Township. And the other one on the north side. So the the southern one, the the, the Republicans will get. The north one, the Democrats will get. So because so it's twenty to five right now, yeah. Democrats to Republicans at the council. It's like overwhelming. Yeah. So I would expect Republicans. I probably expect that number to be like maybe, uh, maybe fifteen ten. Eight Democrats already basically guaranteed four year terms. On the council hammer starting in 2024? Is that what, the Republicans didn't saying? run people against well, these people. The yeah, Republicans yeah, yeah, can't yeah. find anybody to run and, and well, get, make these guys earn it? Well, but see, but, but see, but here's the, here's the thing about uh, 
fielding candidates. And this happened back in 2007, I believe it was. My God, I've been here forever. I need to get out of Dodge <laughs> and go, go do something else. Um, back in 2007, uh, when Ballard ran the first time, a lot of people said, hey, Greg Ballard, when he beat Bart Peterson. But there was also some mechanics behind that uh, because Tom John, who was the Marion County chairman uh, at the time, in full disclosure, good friend, he was in my wedding party, uh, did not run candidates in Center Township. And so a lot of people thought that because Bart Peterson was going to win, why go bother to vote? And since their city council didn't have a challenger, they're like, hey, why go bother to vote in that in that race as well? And so those were those poll those so those districts closed out early. And the next thing you know, Greg Ballard was ahead early on in the night. So we're like, okay, fine, this will change when Center Township comes in. But Center Township had closed up early. I'm like, hey, wait a second here. We could be saying, holy crap. I didn't say crap, but use another word. Right. Holy crap. We can see a new mayor here. Next thing you know, I, Greg Ballard, do solemnly swear to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. I mean, this one guy running in Irvington is an absolute lunatic. Yeah, it's it's uh it's uh Jesse Dem- Brown. Yeah, it's a it's a Democrat versus like the 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 socialist guy. I'm like, what in the world is going on? Zach here? Adamson wasn't progressive enough for this district, so they put Jesse Brown in there and. Man, the Libertarian's the only one running against him, and you tip your hat to the candidate for trying, but this lunatic, I keep saying that word, is going to be on the city-county council. I, I keep an eye on that one, because I think the Libertarian may actually have a shot at actually winning, because the Democrats, they love, they all love David Ray, and they can't stand uh, what's-his-face. Interesting. All right, I'm going to fly through a couple different areas tonight. You give me your thoughts, anything that you're hearing. Uh, the mayor's race in Carmel. Uh, Sue Finkham. Is what I'm hearing. Sue Finkham up there. Uh, while Miles tried to sort of nationalize the election and bring up sort of the Moms for Liberty type thing, I've been can, kind of keeping an eye on Turn It Up in Hamilton County. It's been very heavily Republican today. In Greenfield, it is a race between Nate Anderson, Larry Silver, and Guy Titus. Uh, which one's a Republican again? I want to say Nate. Guy. Guy, yeah. Uh, it's Greenfield. It's Republican. It's going to stay Republican. What about Lawrence? Any dirt on what's happening in Lawrence? Lawrence is going to be close. Uh, that is Deb Whitfield versus Dave Hoffman. Uh, that that race has always been close because Lawrence has always been sort of a very close sort of election. Uh, that, that could be the one that takes all night to figure out. And in my old stomping grounds, Beach Grove, you've got Rick Skirvin, who's the Republican, against James Kaufman, who is the current clerk, clerk treasurer. Uh, once again, toss up. Toss up. Voter turnout is key. Yep. Now, you're going to be uh, doing some stuff online tonight. We've got IU basketball starting at 530. And then after the game, we're going to have live coverage. But during the game, I think you, John Herrick, some of our folks in the newsroom are giving us updates, right? Yes, we'll be doing uh, updates uh, online and uh, on on, on, we'll, 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 we'll be doing updates yes. all over the place. Facebook, Twitter, follow WIBC, follow Abdul. Abdul, I appreciate you taking the time, man. Thank you so much. I have to go downstairs and have my pre-election cigar now. There you go. <laughs> there you go.